di Friday, agome sale ni shoru yo bere. Ti oba di Sunday ni agome waro ni dupe ajodu yo bere. Lati biki biti eba timbo, e wamoto obantoku, e bole ni geta shero estate. E bi oka dori oke testimony ni kotogbo. Boss of e wa lati geta shero di ori oke, ni bobo joy pa di adora. Fu adora ati igbani ni yoju, ekpe 090-81-200-200 Jesu Lulua From the Rock City of Nigeria Rock City of Nigeria This is Fresh 107.9 to you. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM at It's three minutes can pass 7 a.m. Uh, today, Thursday, the 14th today in the month of October 2021. Great to know you're there uh, joining us uh, this uh, brand new day. Wale Bakar is my name. Always glad to know uh, that you're there with us every day, every minute. Every second. Uh, the song you're listening to is titled Wade in the Water is by the Spirituals because uh, Wade in the Water 
um, is an um, African-American jubilee song uh, that was first sung by African-Americans in slavery. The lyrics to Wade in the Water were first co-published in 1901 in New Jubilee Songs, a song by Fisk Jubilee. There's uh, singers by Frederick J. Work and his brother John Wesley Work Jr., an educator at the historically black college in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, that's Fisk University. Well, uh, the spirituals, uh, they came together to do this, um, well, you could call it some new version. And it's a song that has been getting a lot of traction because of the story behind it, because of the history behind it, because of the many years of um, legends and talks behind it. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM. Today, the 14th of October, amongst a couple of things, is World Standards Day or the International Standards Day. And that's a day celebrated internationally each year on the 14th of October. The day honors the efforts of thousands of experts who develop voluntary standards within standards development organizations. Uh, quite a number of them. You know, there is the Standards Organization of Nigeria uh, here and a couple of others across the world. Now, uh, the aim of the World Standards Day is to raise awareness among regulators, industry, and consumers as to the importance of standardization to the global economy. Uh, a lot of uh, national standards bodies and intergovernmental organizations, you know, have different events to commemorate uh, this day. Uh, the SON, um, CSOs, a couple of others here in Nigeria. The WTO, that's a World Trade Organization. They also have days to uh, they also have events to celebrate the World Standards Day. In fact, they uh, discussed the TBT Committee's six principles for development of international standards. Quite a number of discussions, I'm sure, uh, will go on today as far as standards or standardization uh, is uh, concerned. Time to take a look at the headlines this Thursday, freshly pressed on your Feel Good Radio. Freshly pressed this Thursday. Wally Bakar is my name. The headlines are ready. I am. I'm sure you are. The Punch, The Guardian, Nigerian Tribune, The Premium Times. Uh, those are some of the options available to us this morning. The pen pushing newspapers as well. We're on headlines to look out for. Uh, we'll go right ahead, mention some of the headlines, and um, get talking as far as uh, some are concerned this uh, morning. Uh, it's Thursday. Darif Alain will be joining me in a couple of minutes. And um, together we would um, take a look at some of these headlines. But first off, the punch says, NMA, health workers, DFA as federal government plans ban on unvaccinated workers. That's there on the punch. COVID-19, NCDC registers 251 new cases, five deaths on October 13. Uh, there are more... Uh, to look out for medical world hidden oriental lacks race despite using ourselves to achieve breakthrough researches in cancer hiv covid19 and more who dg uh that's um on the punch as well this morning away from covid some politics pdp chair are you shema nazif make final list of contenders there's also mogalu announces six-party planned merger ills e-transmission of results national assembly adoption of e-transmission of results victory for democracy says okoa uh, that's on the punch as well nigeria on slide to anarchy says bishop is there on the punch 4.9 billion naira fraud george angry as fanica additions trial for fifth time is also there to look out for on the punch 
uh, this uh, morning. The Premium Times says COVID-19, Nigerian government makes vaccination mandatory for civil servants. Lawan accuses six MDAs of sabotaging Buhari's government's efforts to borrow. As they're on the Premium Times, 2022 budget again. Lawmakers with all details of 134 billionaire allocation despite calls for open national assembly. That's there uh, on the Premium Times as well. Um, there is uh, Buhari's big budget for President's new medical unit, Dwarf's project funding for 14 teaching hospitals. Uh, that is there on the Premium Times as well uh, this uh, Thursday morning. The Guardian uh, this Thursday says... Fintechs shun stock exchange for $876.5 million funding overseas. Yaradua's daughter, Zainab, forged Abuja land documents. Minister tells court there on the Guardian as well. Uh, this uh, morning, uh, there is also 91 private jet owners fail customs verification test risk forfeiture. There on the Guardian, Ataga's murder, drama as defendant changes guilty plea. At council's instance, uh, is there on the Guardian this uh, morning uh, to look out for? There are more. There are more. Edo Governor meets Buhari six funding for ranches. Is another uh, there on the Guardian uh, this morning? Niger Delta stakeholders decry federal government silence on NDDC forensic audit report. Also there. Be neutral. During Anambra, Guba Pole, IGP charges Mopole commanders there as well. Court fines for Anikade 200,000 Naira threatens to revoke his bill. He's also there uh, on The Guardian uh, this uh, morning. The Nigerian Tribune says insurgents establishing camps in Abuja, Niger. Dangerous. Afeniferi warns uh, also on The Tribune. Housing agencies in 24 states failed to make impact in last 12 months as according to a report on the nigerian tribune this morning over 75 billion naira required to urgently fix 194 damaged roads says federal government covid19 federal government to enforce compulsory vaccination of workers december 1st also there on the nigerian tribune pdp chair not not central picks iu as consensus candidate there on the Nigerian Tribune as well uh, this uh, morning to look out for. There are a lot of them on uh, the Nigerian Tribune uh, to look out for. 2022 budget reps task federal government on repair of existing new refineries. The cry high cost of gas. Uh, that's on the Tribune. Uh, this morning uh, to look out for. Uh, they, uh, a lot of them, their professor indicted for examination malpractice wasn't absolved. Unijos Asu uh, there also to look out for uh, this uh, morning. There's also uh, this one uh, talking about um, nurses uh, here in um, Ogun State. Uh, there on um, some of the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Up to look out for says says Ogun health workers uh, leaving 
Nigeria every week. Nam Chair. That's the association of uh, the nurses and midwives. Uh, let's look out for this morning. The pen pushing newspapers uh, this morning. Prince docked over 35.5 million naira fraud. 532 people lost their lives in road accidents in three states within nine months, says FRSC. There's also Governor Bjorn to facilitate establishment of Air Force Base Training School in Ogun. Coronavirus vaccination to become prerequisite for Nigerian workers to gain access to offices. Uh, that's uh, on the Pempushi newspapers uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there are a lot of them there uh, to look out for. We'll take a very quick pause and uh, return to take a peep into some of them in a bit. Remember, facebook.com forward slash freshfmlive. That's how you watch us live. Share the videos, drop your contributions as we go on. Don't go anywhere. Star five 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 star pin ash. Baba Jani, can you go? What to think she on Jari? Star five 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 star pin ash. Hey, Mukwe. E wo tun ni star 555 star pin hash. O shankele number 2 gbodo gbagbe ni e o. Test star 555 star pin hash. Lati gba ilopo mefa wo ipe to bara so yo po ibani soro Airtel re. Je gbanu ogorun mefa Naira ifa family alesekese. Lori gbogbo wo ipe ologorun Naira to bara. Fun gbogbo eni to wa lori opo ibani soro Airtel ni o. Iya jani. Show sun dadasha. Star 555 star pin hash. Airtel the smartphone network. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria, select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, freshly pressed this Thursday on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abel Bakari is my name. Uh, great to have you join us. Uh, the punch this morning says NMA health workers differ as federal government plans ban on unvaccinated workers. Uh, the chairman of the Presidential Steering Committee on COVID-19, Boss Mustafa, said federal government workers without proof of COVID-19 vaccination or test results done within 72 hours will be denied access to their offices starting from December 1st. Mustafa, who spoke at the committee briefing on Wednesday in Abuja, said the directive would be applicable in all locations in Nigeria and missions, adding that a secular would be issued to that effect. The Nigeria Medical Association and virologists in separate interviews with the point supported government order. Experts, including the medical virologist at Adelike University at Ocean State, Dr. Ladik Pokolawali, said the decision would make more people to be vaccinated. However, said government 
should give people more time. On his part, the NMA president, Professor Innocent Uja, said the directive would prevent the spread of the virus in the country. But spokesman for the Joint Health Sector Unions, Mr. Olumide Akintayo, faulted the federal government on the grounds that the vaccines were inadequate in the country. The federal government had on August 31st hinted that it might sanction anybody who refused to take COVID vaccines after they had been made available to all Nigerians. The executive director of the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency, that's Dr. Faisal Shoaib, who gave the hint of possible sanctions, said those who refused to take the vaccines would be endangering others. Now, also on September 3rd, uh, Mr. Mustafa joined a meeting with the Commissioners for Health in Abuja said the vaccines would be made compulsory uh, for civil servants. He said other countries were making the vaccine certificate a requirement for international travels. Anyway, on Wednesday, the federal government went a step further to implement its directive on compulsory COVID-19 vaccination for civil servants. The SGF disclosed that as from December 1st, civil servants without proof of COVID-19 vaccination or negative test results would not be allowed to enter their offices. Well, a couple of other announcements uh, were made um, at the were made yesterday. Uh, the chairman of the PSC also announced that South Africa, Turkey, and Brazil have been removed from the restricted list, saying that they were removed after a review was done. Um, there is also a lot of reactions. Nothing wrong with the directive. It is good to protect ourselves. That's the NMA president uh, there. Available doses not sufficient, barring workers insensitive. Uh, that's Joesu. And that's um, the... You know, the argument that's been peddled by a lot of people. Uh, the U.S. spokesman, Akintayo, said uh, that the doses of vaccines available in the country were not enough. He therefore wondered why government was making the vaccination compulsory. He stated Nigeria claims to have a population of almost 200 million. To, be, to the best of my knowledge, the government has not made 10 million doses available as of today. How, when, how then is it even possible to compare people to go for compulsory vaccination when the government has yet to make available the requisite doses Nigerians will take. If you have not made provisions, you can't go ahead and begin to compel people to be vaccinated compulsorily. It doesn't show too much responsibility and sensitivity on the part of government. Whoever is coming up with this kind of policy must have a rethink. By the time you compel a group of people or all Nigerians to be vaccinated, where are you going to get all the doses needed to satisfy the compelling needs? Well, well, a medical virologist at Adelike University, Kola Ole, supported the federal government, although he says he believes the federal government is just trying to encourage people to get vaccinated. I don't know the quantity of vaccine that is left. Maybe there's a signal that people are not taking the vaccine and they're looking at a way of making it possible to get vaccine. Uh, he said more variants of the virus would emerge if people were not vaccinated. Well, um, the rest of it is there on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Uh, you, I'm sure you remember... Uh, what the situation in Edo was a couple of um, weeks ago, about a month now there about, when the state government came out to say that they would uh, make vaccination compulsory in the state. Uh, in fact, uh, some individuals went to court. Uh, there was a court order saying you can't compel, don't compel people to get vaccinated and all, but um, the state government went ahead and said uh, they would enforce it. In fact, there were reports that some workers were stopped from getting into their offices because they had not been vaccinated. Uh, there is that angle of um, legality, so to speak, uh, saying, can you force people? Uh, so, uh, and then there's the issue of um, sensitivity. Uh, have you made it available before you begin to say uh, that people 
have to get vaccinated? Those are some of the questions. Uh, just like uh, someone pointed out, the virologist pointed out in the report, uh, saying that um, there is a chance that the federal government has seen the signal that people are not entirely taking the vaccines available. Maybe uh, that was why they came up with that uh, directive. Uh, hopefully, they'll get more people or to take the vaccines. Well, uh, remember, they say that um, they will begin to enforce this in December. Maybe there are plans to bring in a large tranche of vaccine uh, before then. Maybe, just maybe. We'd have to wait and see. But uh, what we know at the moment is there on the punch, is on a lot of the dailies this morning, uh, the punch says NMA, health workers, DFA, as federal government plans ban on unvaccinated workers, uh, there on the punch uh, this uh, morning, the Premium Times, Nigerian government makes vaccination mandatory for civil servants. Also there uh, to look out for this uh, Thursday morning. Is there on uh, virtually all the dailies uh, talking about uh, the uh, situation. But uh, talking COVID, uh, the punch says COVID-19. NCDC registers 251 new cases, five deaths on October 13. Uh, that's uh, according to the latest uh, figures. Uh, released by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control uh, there on the punch. It's actually on a couple of the dailies as well uh, this uh, morning. Uh, those uh, figures uh, released by the NCDC. Uh, the rest there as far as uh, some more COVID-related stories. Medical World, heat Herienter, Lax Race, despite using her cells to achieve breakthrough researches in cancer, HIV, COVID-19, and more. Uh, that is on the punch as well this uh, morning uh, to look out for. Uh, the, uh, well, something you might uh, take a look at. Uh, for the past seven decades, uh, the cells of Arianta Lacks, a black American woman who died of cervical cancer, have saved countless lives and made numerous scientific breakthroughs possible, such as the human papillomavirus and polio vaccines, drugs for HIV treatment, together with cancer and COVID-19 research. Now, on Wednesday, uh, the WHO DG Tedros Ghebreyesus recognized a world-changing legacy with a special award. Mm. Uh, in 1951, while Ms. Lacks sought treatment, researchers took biopsies from a body without a knowledge and consent and her cells became the first immortal cell line, now known as the Heller cells. In addition to the HPV and polio vaccines, they allowed for development of drugs for HIV and AIDS, hemophilia, leukemia, and Parkinson's disease, breakthroughs in reproductive health, including in vitro fertilization, research on chromosomal conditions, cancer, gene mapping, and precision medicine. Wow. Currently, they are being used in studies responding to the COVID-19 pandemic. Wow. Well, um, it's there on the punch. Medical world, heat area to lax race, despite using a cells to achieve breakthrough researches in cancer, HIV, COVID-19, and more. This is according to the WHO DG. There, uh, this morning to look out for. Uh, the lot of them are there, talking health, talking covid uh, they're there on um, a lot of the dailies this morning. But um, still talking health, uh, just uh, before we um, leave uh, that uh, sector, that um, area, uh, the, uh, okay, there's this one. Uh, it's the Media Links Africa. It says, Ogun health workers leaving Nigeria every week. Uh, that's according to the chairperson of the Nigeria Association of Nurses and Midwives in Ogun State, Comrade Nurse Rosalind Shalari, uh, will reveal that health workers exit Nigeria every week for greener pastures. And now chairperson lamented, that the association uh, keeps receiving resignation letters almost every week. 
Uh, she said this on the sidelines of uh, the um, annual um, Nurses Week uh, that is um, ongoing. Um, she lamented the exodus of health workers was due to poor remuneration, insecurity, and lack of basic working equipment that have allegedly bewildered, bedeviled uh, the Nigerian health sector. She noted that insecurity in the country is alarming and has become one of the reasons why health workers leave the country as they are not free uh, to move. Well, uh, the rest of it is there this uh, morning. The media links Africa. Health workers leaving Nigeria every week. Nam chair uh, to look out for this morning. Uh, she gave a lot of reasons. Mr. Darifalani, good morning to you. Uh, great to have you joining us. She gave a lot of reasons, you know. And, uh, you know of course, the reasons we know already. There's irregular economic uh, challenges in the country. There's security challenges. But then she went on to specifically talk about, uh, you know, poor remuneration, uh, poor welfare. And you know, also of other issues, but uh, it's it's the maybe we knew uh, already. Yeah. Is the is the figure according to her? She says um, you're looking at about in the last few months. Mm. You know, the the intensity has increased. You know, many health workers, especially nurses, mm. have been moving in droves. Uh, I speak about the case of a federal institution in Abeokuta here. They recruited about hundred just in January. Right now, like three quarters have gone. So that's the way they, they, they are, they are, they are, you know, they, they are hot kicks now all over the world, you know, and uh, it's not only in health, you know, it has been happening in sports, it has been happening in uh, in education, you know, some of our lecturers too, the brain drain sy- uh, mm. syndrome has been there. So I mean, it's this is what happens when you are there are greener pastures elsewhere when you are not well taken care of. You remember that in sports, some of our some of our nationals mm. are appearing for other countries. You know, when you see their names, you'll be wondering. Huh? Mm. Is this <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I mean, but so this is what has got into health sector now, and the government needs to do something about it. You know, they need to give health workers better remuneration. Maybe some of them will stay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, um, is there this uh, morning to look out for uh, the? Um, she she was talking about how. At virtually every health facility, uh, there would always be someone dropping a resignation letter saying, I'm leaving next week, I'm leaving next month. It's so terrible because even um, those who are involved in, you know, tests, medical laboratories, they are also living, you know, everybody, the the, the whole gamut of the health sector. sector. Well, um, I, I just really... Oh, because I I was so bothered. I went to check the uh, expected. Um, well, speaking about the nurses, nurse to patient ratio. Yeah, uh, it's supposed to be about one to five. I hear that um, at the moment it's about one to thirty, one to thirty-five. Yeah, with this all leaving and all, uh, and I'm sure get, we're talking about one worse. to a hundred uh, in a short time if we don't arrest this situation. Well. Hopefully, we'll get it right. Uh, there's some more stories this morning. We'll take a pause and uh, return to talk some politics. There are quite a lot of reactions that have been trailing the uh, decision of the Senate on the electronic transmission of results. A lot of them are there on the dailies. Please don't go anywhere. Wait a second, they make you happy now. Sure, you never hear. Fuku don't open its 14 store for this Abekuta inside Akiolubade Social Center. New Bunga Food Co store. Good land, Gidiba. Friday, 8th of October. Waiting be Food Co. Food Co now your one stop shop. Call and find a bus stop where you fit shop for correct market. Chop food and still play for same time. Then get supermarket where you feed buy grocery, toiletries, household appliances, and all your daily needs. At chicken money when 
no put hole for your pocket. The Heaven Care restaurant where you feel get correct food with sweets and go full belly. Wow. Yen koko, bagedeli affair belly, lure raye lujara, computer games, be virtual reality, snooker, air hockey, PS5, at bebe lock bombe. I know fit wait for Friday, 8th of October. Make a rush go jollificate for your look by the social center bekuta. Nibiti food go supermarket, yoti bale bagge. Nilo a bekuta, lojoke joshu ke wa do ye. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, still freshly pressed this Thursday on Fresh 107.9 FM. Facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. That's how you join the program online. Uh, feel free to share the videos. Wally Bakar is my name. Uh, Darryl Allen is with me this morning uh, on the program. Uh, moving on. Uh, very quickly, uh, as I said, uh, there are a lot of uh, th- uh, reactions that have been trailing uh, the uh, decision of the Senate on electronic transmission of results. But before then, uh, the Tribune says uh, PDP chair North Central picks IU as consensus candidate. Uh, the for- former Senate President Professor Yota IU has emerged the consensus candidate of the North Central Zone for the post of the National Chairman of the PDP. The decision was reached at a meeting of stakeholders uh, from the zone in Abuja on Tuesday. Previously, speculation had been rife that another former Senate President David Mack was poised to be selected from the zone as a preferred candidate for the position. However, at the end of the meeting on Tuesday night, Governor Sam Autumn of Benue told reporters that IU was chosen out of the five persons that indicated interest. He said this is stakeholders' meeting of the North Central PDP in continuation of the progress of finding consensus candidates for the national chairmanship of the party. By looking for someone with the capacity, with the commitment, love and passion for our party, we met here for several hours. Well, uh, they went on to pick uh, Dr. Yocha IU uh, to be the... Um, candidate from that zone um, there were indications on wednesday though that the battle for chairmanship of the pdp may eventually be between two former governors and a current deputy national chairman uh senator suleiman nazif the ex-governors are ibrahim shema of katina and Laji ahmed mccarthy who once acted in that capacity years after serving as a two-term governor of kaduna state feelers last night showed that members of the northern caucus of the pdp are expected to settle for one of the contenders for the post of national chairman ahead of the national convention of the party uh, that's on the tribune pdp chair north central picks iu as consensus candidate but the point says pdp chair are you shema nazif make final list of contenders uh is there on a lot of the dailies talking about the opposition people's democratic party uh well there's a lot of attention uh, on them remember that uh once that announcement was made that the national chairman would come from the north a lot of people began to talk about the presidency coming from the south maybe uh some have said don't trust these individuals a lot of things change <laughs> you know uh before elections depending on uh, the, what happens but mogalu announces six party plan merger ALZ transmission of results that's on the punch as also ahead of the 2023 general election, seven political parties have indicated interest to collapse their structures in order to form a mega party. That's according to a former presidential candidate in the 2019 election, Professor Kingsley Morgalu. I uh, dropped the ink when he hosted the candidate of the ADP in the Anambra State governorship election scheduled for November 6th. That's Unze Akachiku. Morgalu, who was also a former deputy governor of the CBN, said the sudden U-turn by the Senate on the e-transitional result was a positive signal that the 2023 general elections will be transparent. Uh, you can find the rest of his um, reaction is there on the 
punch. There's also Nasus adoption of e-transmission of results, victory for democracy, says Okoa. You find all of those on the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Let, let, let's um, you know collapse it all <laughs> into one as much as you can, Mr. Flair. Uh, the uh, PDP. Uh, situation. Uh, well, uh, they look like they're perfecting plans as to a northern uh, chairman. Uh, well, we spoke about this earlier. Uh, doesn't automatically mean the president will come from himself. Yeah, we just hope that the opposi- major opposition party, the PDP, will get it right. You know, because uh, they have to. Ju- they just have to get it right for us to move forward. In 2023, we are looking for an intervention, a government that will come in to arrest this uh, drift. That is that we have in the country, a, a, a government that will come in to make life better for Nigerians. You know that's why we have. That's why people are leaving. Mm. And, you know because the world is now a global village. If you are not taking care of your people, there are people who need them. Look at that young guy that was uh, modeling, uh, designing a drone. Mm. <laughs> you know, it, it, Norway took him. So this is what will be happening. You know, very soon too, broadcasters too. Will be pushed. So I mean, so it, it, it's a, the world is a global village. So you have to take care of your staff. That's the greatest assets you have, the people. So let's have a government. Let's let, let, let people get it right. You know, the thought force. We are expecting a thought force that will come up. Well, so it, appear, it appears like there might be a third and a fourth. Remember that um, uh, the likes of uh, the former NEC chairman, Tari Jaga, party yeah, that, told me, although they've not said they will eventually become healthy. a party. That's healthy. There's also Mogalu saying there are about six or seven parties coming together. Yeah, we, we should, we should, they should get their acts right. You know, it's an interventionist government that we want in 2023, a government that will arrest this, this drift. People, somebody who can, you know, get a grip on the economy, you know, make life better for Nigerians. You know, we, we are sick and tired of... Uh, waiting for hearing uh, promises and everything mm. you know we really need action somebody somebody a government that will get in and within one year there will be difference is there on uh, the love the dailies uh, this uh, morning uh, very quickly i should mention this uh, there's been uh, a lot of attention or followership for this particular uh, story Ataga's murder drama as defendant changes guilty plea at council's instant uh, comes with right i didn't kill you see for chidima tells lagos court I says there was mild drama yesterday as a defendant, Adida Kokodri, allegedly changed his guilty plea at the instance of his counsel at the commencement of the murder trial of uh, CEO of Super TV, Michael Isi Fataga, before a Lagos High Court sitting in, at the Tafar Balewa Square. Kodri, uh, Chidima Ojuku, a supposed 300-level Mascom student of the Unilag and a sister, Choma Eguju, are being prosecuted by the Lagos State Government for the deceased's murder on June 15, 2021 at 19 at the Ocean Street in Lekki Phase 1, Lagos. Uh, the suspects were arraigned yesterday before Justice Yetin Dadisonya on eight counts of charge, bordering, conspiracy, murder, stabbing, forgery, making of bank statements, and stealing. In count eight, Chidima was accused of stealing two phones, an iPhone 7 and an iPhone 11, one Apple MacBook laptop, and ATM cards of access and GT banks belonging to the late Ataga from which the sum of 380,000 naira was subsequently uh, withdrawn. Um, well, um, the rest of it is there. Uh, the uh, Chidima and her sister, they pleaded not guilty. However, when the second defendant, Aida Kwakodri, was arraigned, he pleaded guilty to the first count charge, for the first count charge, but was quickly corrected by the defense counsel to plead not guilty <laughs> to the charge. Um, well, the, uh, we will, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's in the court already, so we'll just wait and see how it goes. But uh, this is uh, one case uh, celebrated. A lot of people have been paying attention to it, but. We'll see. Attackers murder drama as defender changes guilty plea at counsel's instance. Is there on the Guardian? 
Uh, also on The Guardian, Edo government meets Buhari six funding for ranches. Comes with rider. State government restates commitment to payment of retirees' gratuity. Youth parliament speaker seeks support for COVID-19 vaccination. Those are some of the riders with that report. Now, the Edo State Governor, Gordon Obasaki, yesterday met President Muhammad Buhari at the villa and sought provision of funds for those interested in setting up ranches in the state. Addressing newsmen after their meeting, Obasaki said, while most states in the south had enacted laws on the anti-open grazing ban, as agreed, Edo was yet to do so because the government wanted to ensure that it could enforce the law. Specifically, Obasaki said he told President Buhari that Edo people have resolved that ranching was a private business, but since it was an expensive enterprise, the federal government should provide funds for interested individuals under the auspices of the National Livestock Transformation Program. He said he also discussed the indebtedness of federal agencies to the state and requested President Buhari's um, intervention. All right. Um, the besides the Edo State government said it was committed to offsetting pensioners' gratuities despite the impact of COVID nineteen and falling crude price on the government revenues. In a statement, Commissioner for Communication and Orientation Andrew Ewanta restated government uh, restated that the government pays pensions to pensioners on or before the twenty sixth of every month, and that the state did not owe any pension till date. Are saying that they're committed to offsetting their gratuity arrears. But uh, the headline, Edo Governor meets Buhari, seeks funding for ranches. Uh, that's there on The Guardian. Earlier this week, uh, there was uh, the, I think it was on Tuesday, uh, there was one of the reports uh, that um, talked about the fact that Edo had yet to, uh, Edo was one of the few states that had yet to pass the anti, anti-grazing uh, anti law or bill. And... Um, you know, the governor's argument was, oh, oh yes, it was during um, a public hearing on the bill. So the government's argument was, uh, it doesn't make sense to pass a bill that you cannot enforce. And now he's saying, uh, they've decided ranching is a private business, but it's expensive. So if the federal government can, they should provide the funds for the people. Interesting. Yeah. Well, and he's right. I mean, mm. we need the funds to implement programs like that. You know, the, the debate is still on. You know, but you know, it's a private business. Don't use your business to disturb my business. So we'll see how it pans out. But um, you know, well, at least uh, we, we we see Edo talking about why they've not passed uh, the bill. We see uh, there are a couple of states uh, that that haven't, and um, there's no particular explanation as to why they haven't. Um, the Lagos State Governor the other day was talking, saying. Uh, yes, there was an agreement, but the other states understand that Lagos has a peculiar arrangement. They, okay, well, I think we're talking about Motekwa as well. You know, so uh, does this uh, does this in any way matter? Does it? Uh, well, uh, we mean? know that there is a grand swell of opinion against mm. uh, open grazing. Mm. You know, all the southern governors have come out to say they don't want open grazing. You know, it's just about it's just the law. You know, to enforce it that is taking some time, and surely the, it will be passed. Yeah, Enugu State was um, signed, assented to by the governor some um, days back, just as he returned from his UK trip. Uh, although there was a six-month um, uh, opportunity given uh, to uh, end uh, all forms of open grazing. I'd like to uh, say something the on the e-voting. Mm. You know, it, it's a welcome development. You know, we, we we thank God that our senators saw reason. Okay, and they you know voted. On the side of the people this time around, uh, for the elections, the forthcoming election to have integrity, you know, f- for it to be credible, you know, that e-voting aspect of it, electric tra- electronic transmission of results, will, you know, add value to that election uh, mm. when when we when we eventually get there. And mm. Anik has been saying, well, they'll just wait uh, for the ascent of the president. Yeah, and, uh, for, well, you you don't understand why. 
uh, there were bills worked on you know, ahead of the last election. Mm. Three times, mm. you know, the president refused to sign, mm. claiming that uh, there were typographical errors. Mm. You know, three times in 2019, just before the election, and he said there was no time. So mm. we hope that will not play out now. No, but but it, there's a very good um, rapport between you know the president and the national assembly this time. So I doubt if there will be. We hope. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see. Is there uh, to uh, on a lot of delays? 4.9 billionaire fraud. George Angry as Fanica Edition's trial for fifth time. Uh, there, uh, Sage budget condemns 700 billion National Assembly constituency projects in six years. Well, there are actually a couple of stories talking about the National Assembly, especially uh, their allocation as part of the 2022 budget. I would mention that in a minute, uh, but we'll take a quick break and return. Please don't go anywhere. Airtel, the smartphone network. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria, select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Fresh 107.9 FM. Great to know you're still there. Freshly pressed uh, this uh, Thursday. Uh, moving on uh, very swiftly just before we get to talk to you. Uh, just before I went on that break, I, I mentioned uh, Sage budget uh, condemns 700 billion Naira National Assembly constituency projects in uh, six years. Uh, there is also 2022 budget. Again, lawmakers with all details of 134 billion Naira allocation despite calls uh, for open national assembly uh, is uh, there on the premium times uh, this uh, morning uh, the uh, they say that the breakdown of uh, the budgetary allocation of the national assembly uh, you know has not been made public although uh, we did uh, get an idea of uh, how much was going uh, okay well uh, size uh, the 134 is what goes to them for i, I think they're getting about 100 for constituency projects uh, this year as well uh, is there on the premium times uh, for for some reason, you know, there, there are just some things that we find difficult to be open about. Uh, there's just a lot of opacity as to you know matters like this. It continues to happen. Uh, that's why we have the pressure groups, uh, the pressure groups, the civil rights movement, the press, the watchdog of the society. We should all get our acts right, and you know, monitor all these events. Make sure that the projects that they say they are going to do are executed. So that's where we need to do more. You know about 
safeguarding our democracy, safeguarding our democratic democratic dividends, and uh, making sure that uh, politicians are held to their promises. Mm. Mm. Uh, okay, so what uh, Professor Isesage and Budget are saying is, with the hundred billion marked out this year, it uh, brings uh, the total uh, funds released for zonal intervention programs or constituency projects to seven hundred billion in the last six years. And they're saying uh, you can't necessarily say, not even about necessarily, there's been no commensurate, uh, you know, uh, development in low parts of the country. Uh, when you put it side by side with these funds, that's where we need monitoring, you know, mm. to see, you know, where the projects that have been, you know, executed, the effect, the stage of the, the status of the of the project. So we need to, you know, the press, the civil rights movement, should the we, pressure groups. Should we scrap these old talks about constituency projects? That, that's a that's an argument that has been there. Some have said uh, the legislature should have no business uh, with it. Make the laws. Which is your statutory responsibility? Mm. Leave the projects to the executive. Yeah. Uh, well, even if at that you still need to monitor, it's about monitoring it, making sure that what they promise have been have been delivered. Mm. You know. So this is where we are lacking. You know. So we need to do more. And the press, civil rights movement, the pressure groups, the labor movement, all the rest should monitor. You know, if something if X project has been earmarked for your region, make sure that it, it is delivered. If it's not delivered, ask why. You know, we should ask questions. Well, uh, for Itesage, uh, he says, I've always been opposed to constituency projects because first, National Assembly should not be involved in projects at all. So it is an invasion of the executive sphere. It is just how to lay their hands on more money. This is the whole idea. But we have the ICPC that is up to the task. So if they make the money, the ICPC will monitor them. Many of them have been taken to court either for not utilizing the funds properly or misapplying them. It says, for example, money that is meant for medical equipment was diverted to the house of a legislature. Same for some farm machines in an attempt to either convert the money or misuse it. So now that the ICPC is on their trail, they will find it difficult to engage in this adventure of trying to involve themselves in executive duty of holding contracts and construction of uh, infrastructure. Uh, on why the president was still imputing constituency projects into the budget, Tage said the legislative arm of government could frustrate President Buhari if he failed to do so. He says it's a Nigerian thing. Is it unconstitutional? Uh, it is unconstitutional. It is illegal. But we do it because they are blackmailing the executive. That if you don't give it to us, we'll not approve any other thing you bring into the budget. But... Anyway, um, the rest is on the point, but but that it's, it's part of the electoral process or the democratic process. You, you know, lobbying is allowed, filibustering, lobbying, and all the rest. You do you do all this, and uh, you know there is a horse trading and all the rest. But, but can we can we yes filibustering? But can, can we necessarily call it that? Because in in this case. Um, just Professor is of the opinion that it's just an avenue to lay their hands on more money. Uh, it's, a, it's a different thing if you're uh, trying to pass a bill or and um, you know the executive are not budging and then you're filibustering another uh, bill of theirs. Now yeah. that, that, that's what it is. But when it comes to projects... Well, uh, well you know, it's about uh, this arrangement that they have, you know. Mm. I don't want to call it a blackmail, you know, but it's a way of saying... Give us part of the national cake, you know. It's been going. It's been ongoing. Like I said, it's a Nigerian thing, and you know, it's something that do give us this. And that's why I'm saying the monitoring aspect. You know, even the press, the fourth estate of the realm, should do more as a watchdog of the society to make sure that these constituency projects are delivered. You know, once they've been awarded, monitor, see the state of the thing, look at the status, ask questions. You know, mm-hmm. that this is what. 
we should do more to safeguard our democracy. There was even a time the president uh, himself, um, you know, raised the issue of a lot of money release and you know nothing to show for it. Well, is there this uh, morning? Sage uh, budget condemned 700 billion naira assembly constituency project in six years. There's also the uh, 2022 budget again. Lawmakers with all details of 134 billion naira allocation despite calls for open national assembly. Uh, the Pembishan newspapers uh, says Governor Abiodun to facilitate establishment of air force. Bay's training school in Ogun State. Uh, there's Luke R4. Let's talk to you now. 0815 432 Good morning. Yeah, good morning, uh, Wally. I mean, uh, your partner. Then. All right. What, what's your name, this please, is, quickly? This is Shay calling from Ubantuko. All right, Shay. Yeah, I want to speak on the issue of um, um, business, uh, FFK. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe when these people have an, when, when they have an issue with the judiciary, they quickly have the effect to the, to the party in power. Maybe that is exactly what the FFK does did because I don't know why. Hello. Hello. Where with you? Where with you? Wrap it up. I don't know you? why I think to show up in court for. For, for like all the well, no, five actually. The judge says uh, he's been um, referencing the medical condition. Saying is, uh, <laughs> we're going to have to do this. There's a process if he mm. fails to appear, mm. you know, he can be subpoenaed. Okay, okay. there's a, there's a process. Mm. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Wally. Yes, I'm Mr. Falani. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Taufik. I'm calling from Adiga this morning. All right, talk to us. The transition uh, of uh, election on uh, electronics. Mm. You, you see, uh, it is 
And then they have to start celebrating now to start jubilating over this. <laughs> you trust the political, they will, they will be looking for another way to, um, to sweep Nigeria away from this victory. Let's put the Anambra election to test on this, uh, on this uh, transition. Let's see how it works for Nigeria, whether it's going to work for us. It will, because Kaduna still tried it. Mm. Only the local government election in Kaduna, and it, it worked well. Mm. All right, th th thank you, Mr. Arsene. But you know, you don't understand where it's coming from. But uh, you'd also uh, let, let's also allow some, uh, you know, who have decided to be optimistic uh, to enjoy. You know, that's why hope. eternal vigilance mm. is the price of liberty. We mm. need to be vigilant. Mm. We need to make sure that we watch out. You know, they may want to circumvent it. Mm. You know, we also should also be ready. Mm. That if they want to circumvent it, what is the plan B? So mm. that's the thing. Eternal vigilance is the price. Hello. Of good morning, Wally. Yes, good morning. This is Kaldi from Adekuta. All right, quickly, sir. Uh, Mr. Falani, God bless you. Good morning, bro. I greet you. Yes. Um, I want to... You see, I'm behind history this morning. You mentioned about a guy that uh, designed and built um, uh, a drone or something like that, now in Norway. I think it's a good one for his family, a good one not even for this country because i think the country is losing the potentials in our people you can imagine all what we have been talking about look at the COVID. i mean what the COVID you said you talked about this money mm. and a responsible government supposed to have made i mean more important that is need to probably look for money to probably adequately provide it for those people you are now hunting which hunting now that if they don't do it they won't be allowed to go to their offices. It's quite embarrassing. Mm. A nation like this, I think people should not take this if they like themselves. Thank you very much. Uh, you mean not take the directive or not? Well, okay, I, I guess that's what you mean. But we'll, we'll take a very quick pause. We'll uh, check out some uh, uh, posts on Facebook. Uh, hopefully, we can squeeze in some more calls. Uh, we'll be back in a bit. Adebowale Oludotsu Nigeria Limited is a need for nationwide distributors for Kani Paper. Kani Paper is a newly upgraded high-quality household tissue paper made from imported raw wood pulp. Kani tissue paper is purely natural, created with high-quality products. Delicate and impeccable in every detail, only worthy of your extraordinary taste. It can be used indoors, in the kitchen, outdoors, in the cars, and restaurants and bars. It can also be used as a sanitary towel for ladies in the case of an emergency, and it is totally safe to use for babies. Today, Adebowale Oludotsu Nigeria Limited boasts of modern factories, world-class production equipment, industry-leading production technology, and high-quality raw materials. You can locate us at Kilometer 14, Lagos, Abeokuta Expressway, opposite Obasanja Farm. To be a distributor, please call Koriede on 0703-065-4058 or 0805-828-5090 for more information. Thank you for staying with us. Still freshly pressed. Uh, Facebook very quickly. Ajibade Ademat. All right, thank you. Says good morning. Lisa Muriri says good morning as well. Zakaria Alubayotanigwala says good morning. Um, the coverage. Uh, uh, oh, really? Yeah, well, we've left it for about an hour. <laughs> all right, don't worry. Uh, all right, no Allah. Thank you. Get your message. Afalabi Alaba says on COVID-19 vaccine, Nigeria governor likes to be in the news. While we watch live in TV station, Dajrao is obtainable in Europe country. About how seriously they were fumigating hospitals, public places in effort to stem the thread of uh, the spread of the coronavirus. Uh, it goes on to say, 
uh, no such measure is available. We have little vaccine. They are making people to be um, forced uh, with no vaccine, no come to work. I pity my people. Where are we going from here? Well, um, I think uh, someone in the US, they also talked about, was, was it Texas or mm. something? I can't remember. Yeah, let, let's be our brother's keeper. Let's get vaccinated. Mm. You know, I mean, there's really no issue with it. Mm. Let's, go, let's get vaccinated. Well, go- government also has a responsibility to make it available as well, to just, uh, you know, dead all these talks. Musi that says, I've been to two L centers, Adeo and Mal 2, both Nabokta not several times, where the vaccine was available. Cards were not. I reported to NCDC through npcda.gov.ng, and up to now, I have not gotten positive response. Wow. I am pleading, please, lack of 19 vaccines will be available and easy to get. I have gone to a clinic in Itori two times, but I couldn't get it. Bashir Lale says, Good morning. Basaki to me sounded more rational than other governor. A leader's job is not only to identify and elevate problems, but to equally sort for means of uh, of solving it. All right. Smith Olushiji says, Good morning, Mr. Williams of Lara. I do not understand why federal government will ban workers from entering their offices when they have not provided vaccine. Many groups will take the government to court on this. I think they can force workers to use face masks while providing the vaccine at their own pace. If they make this compulsory without the availability of the vaccine, then fake certificates will be produced by the workers and many other compromising evil will arise. The mass movement of hospital workers show how federal government have taken care of them. This can still be related to oncoming law on COVID vaccine. Government at all levels should take care of their workers. Posterity will judge, it says. Larry Lakomi says, which house of assembly will pass the anti-grazing bill into law in Edo State? Says this is a state where six legislators that did not form quorum have been legislating for the past two years and we all keep quiet. Okay, I didn't see that coming. All right, um, thank you very much. I think we'll leave it there. Those are some of uh, your contributions on uh, Facebook this uh, morning. Alfalari, uh, do we have uh, time to squeeze in one more? Yes, we do. Hello, good morning. Thank you. Hello. Hello, good morning. Well, appears it's not to be. Maybe this. Good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Yes, good, yes, good morning. Hello. Good morning. We're with you. Quickly, please. Good morning. It's my pleasure from this program. Mm. My name is Akin Bimbi Bumitogu. All right. From from the show Abel Kutara Sabu. Ah, for starting the uh, political parties that align together to form a single party, I think. The best thing in this system is uh, their stronghold must be must be a paramount thing to to the Nigerians. And if we are doing this, we should think of the people who are voting for them, because a lot of political uh, the, the, uh, developmentalism does not exist at this present time. And this is the thing we should do. We should enforce into something. That, that will transform Nigeria politically. Okay. I don't think merging together is the major important thing. But the major important thing now is the credibility okay. and the instability of our political situation in the country. Okay. So All right. It's take this one. God bless our country. Thank, thank you very much. Interesting take. We'll wrap it up there uh, this uh, morning. Uh, that's the program. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Mr. Falaran, for your views. Thanks for having me. Highly appreciated. God bless Nigeria. We'll return tomorrow, God willing. Wale Bakar is my name. Enjoy your Thursday. I was, uh, I think I was in about during the weekend and I saw a quote and I just love it. It says, um, in as much as this is not the